pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening and welcome to Monday, if you've just woken up. Why would people have just woken up? For One Life Left, we are Britain's foremost video game radio show, sometimes (laughs) Europe's, sometimes even, when we're cocky, the world's. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Anne Scantlebury. And Simon Byron isn't here. Still. Never mind. Never mind. Have you had a good weekend? Um, I have. Uh, it was my nephew's second birthday at the weekend, and so I made him cupcakes. Really? Video game themed cupcakes? Um, he was like Pac-Man. He <laughs> ate them. He, that, that's good. Yeah. I've seen um, a lot of people, and by yeah. people I mean creative girls, mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be girls, usually is, doing video game characters on cupcakes. Okay. Ever thought that that might be a career for you? Um, I've never thought it would be a career, but I thought it might be something fun to do. Well, you know, something fun to do can turn into a career if you're good enough. It can. Well, that's the dream, though, isn't it? Making video game cupcakes. What characters would you put on cupcakes if you could? Um, I think I would put um, people like Peter Molyneux. I'd put his face on there. Can you do that? Humans? That's quite difficult. You should stick with something 8-bit, I think. Yeah, but it would be stick figure humans, really, wouldn't it? Stick figure Peter Molyneux. How how are you going to recognise him from that? Just... Does he have a little virtual boy with him? Yeah. A little Milo stick figure? Oh. oh, poor Milo. Oh, well. R.I.P. Um, how's your week been? It's been good. It's been good. First uh, week back at work properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone seems to be getting into the swing of things, starting to make video games again. So I've been uh, I've been busy over the last week. Mm. Mm. Um, today's Blue Monday, isn't it? I've heard that. I've heard that. I saw that on Twitter. Blue Monday, the hashtag was trending. Yeah. How's Kylie feeling about that? Kylie? Yeah, because she did... Uh, the song Can't Get You Out of My Head, which sampled Blue, Blue Monday. Monday. Very clever. Yeah. I see. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you could ask her and then we could link that into video games Ow. because this is a video oh, that's game. that's right. We're doing video games today, aren't Video we? game radio shows. So over the next 57 minutes or so, we are going to be playing some of the best in video game related features. Wika Wiki Wawa is back. Oh, thank goodness. Is back, 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 back. And maybe we'll have uh, the return of Talia. No. Didn't she return last week? Well, about that. I'll tell you what, we'll come to that after the news, which is now. On Monday, the 17th of January, I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. Microsoft is getting legal with Apple. 
The company has asked the US Patent and Trademark Office to refuse Apple its trademark application for the term App Store. The motion states that App Store is a generic term for retail store services featuring apps. It notes that even Apple CEO Steve Jobs used the phrase to refer to competitors' marketplaces. We don't know what will happen with this, but it probably won't have a very happy ending. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks, yeah. Apparently Simon was here to hear oh, it. Mm. Simon. Uh, yes, so this is, a, this is a story, this is a legal story of the week. Is it? Yes, it is the only legal it story of the week. It is the only legal story of the week. I think this is probably right. This is the second week in a row that I've defended Microsoft Ooh. or something like this. I think, I, But I think it's probably right. I think it's definitely right. Definitely? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else they could call stores that sell applications. Perhaps application store. It's a bit, bit wordy, well, isn't it? Don't Microsoft currently call theirs uh, App Marketplace? Right, okay. Yeah. Is it just the word oh, app they're going, going after? Though? Well, no, it's the phrase app store. Okay. Um, but that does seem like a pretty generic thing. At first, when I first heard about app stores, I, and I didn't really understand apps, this mm. was many years ago, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was just um, shorthand for Apple Store. I see. I thought people were lazy not to say the full <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, because that's only two syllables, whereas yeah. application, that's four. That's m- many. Many. <laughs> that's several. Um, so... Good for them. You think they'll win? Um, mm. Are there any precedents for this kind of legal action? I I haven't looked into the thing of of generic phrases uh, in business. Okay. Um, But let's say, yeah, they'll win. An MMO launched by the Department of Transport has failed to attract significant numbers of players despite costing almost £2.8 million to make. The road safety game called Code of Everand is free to play and, according to GamesIndustry.biz, has failed to attract many new players since March last year. There is a small chance that this exercise has been a bit of a car crash. Whoa, whoa. Did we do a story on this when it launched or did I read it directly on Eurogamer? Uh, I think we might have done a story on this when it launched. It was back in November 2009. And if I'm right, this is a massively multiplayer game designed to get kids to... Uh, learn about road safety. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. How does that, how does that even work? Is it just a game where you just cross... Is it Frogger? It's basically, yeah, um, or the opposite of, uh, like, Grand Theft Auto, where you are trying to smash into things. Okay, you're trying to avoid smashing into things. Yeah, or so being smashed into. isn't the fun bit of Grand Theft Auto smashing into yeah. things, aside from all the prostitute stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. I don't so... really... Like, where is the fun in safety? <laughs> exactly. That's why we do One Life Left Naked above a pit of fire. Um, yes. So that's. it seems like quite a bad idea anyway. I mean, I do believe that you can teach things through video games, but to yeah. teach things so... Uh, so... What's like the word literally. I'm looking for? Literally is not the word I'm looking oh. for. Any other words? So boringly. Boringly. That is... Probably not a word, possibly. No, that's it. Not a good word. Okay, so boringly, so obviously. Obviously. To go go out there, if you go out there to a bunch of kids and go, hey kids, this is cool, play this, you'll learn stuff. Probably not going to work. Neither of us have played this, so we're probably not giving it the best. I'm just talking talking in In generalities, right? And it could be that they've adopted a really clever method of doing this of saying hey kids you shouldn't play this whatever you do don't play this game about road road safety you know uh go and do something else and maybe that will work that sort of reverse psychology um i'm not against uh the government using money to make games to promote things like this Mm. um and i think it's good that they've tried yes definitely maybe try harder next time Twisted Pixel programmer Mike Henry has accused Capcom of complete theft on Twitter. The comment was a reaction to similarities between Twisted Pixel's XBLA platform Explosion Man and Capcom Mobile's iPhone release Maxplosion. It was later mentioned that Twisted Pixel had had a pitch for Explosion Man rejected by Capcom. Capcom Mo- Mobile told Eurogamer it was saddened by this reaction. Explosive consequences for explosive games. Figures. It was saddened by this reaction. Yes. Interesting. I don't understand. What were they saddened by? The, just that. Just that the guy was sad that he <laughs> that he had apparently been ripped um, off. They'd also said so. Uh, the original, uh, so Twisted Pixel's original game was pitched to uh, Capcom, and it's Capcom Mobile that mm. um, released this game. And they said they actually said in their statement that they are two separate. They have separate offices. They wouldn't have known about the original pitch, so it wouldn't have been a theft of an idea. 
I think, well, in that in, in, in that, that respect, sense, yeah. But it was out quite a bit before. Have you seen the two games? No. Okay, because they but are I've very, heard. very similar. Are they? Um, similar to an extent that it, it's difficult to believe that certainly Capcom Mobile weren't at least inspired by Explosion yeah. Man. I, I can believe, having seen the way pitching works yeah. to video games, and indeed that's what I was doing this morning, mm-hmm. um, I can see that it wouldn't have got Capcom Mobile that way. In fact, I would be very surprised if that's what had uh, made them think, "Oh, right, we'll go away and uh, we'll go and make way and make our own version of this." Yeah. I mean, I've heard that sort of thing happen, but it's very, very rare. However, as I said, the two games are very, very similar. But they're on different platforms, though. They are on different platforms. That doesn't preclude one from copying. No, but. The other. Um... I mean, if you wanted a game like this on iPhone, you wouldn't origin- You wouldn't be able to get it. It's not like they're taking away their sales, their iPhone sales, because it's not available on iPhone. You'd have to play it on Xbox. Right. Okay. So that that makes it okay. I mean, I'm not saying it, I'm I'm not saying it makes it okay, but you it's- see, it's in- it's interesting you say that because um, I have been thinking about this quite a lot this week, and there are this happens relatively regularly. I saw another. Um, Another story this week, which was on Edge Online, an article about a game called... I forgot what it's called. It's a 10-minute NetHack variant called Dungeon Something, which is really, really good. And there's a version um, that someone's produced for iPhone of that, and it's, you know, it's very, very similar again. And, you know, people are up in arms about that. But, and to take you back to 20 years ago... Whoa! 20 years ago or so, someone produced a version of Mario... A very similar game to Mario for the Amiga called, wasn't called Super Mario Brothers, it was called The Great Gianna Sisters. Right? You see, so it's quite clever. But it was basically Mario, it was just girls instead. And, you know, some people even said it was slightly better and things. And Nintendo shut them down. Whoa. And that time, the whole sort of like, all the magazines and all the kids who loved these things on forums were on the side of the copier, on the side of the Great Gianna Sisters. This time, everyone's furious. You know, everyone's on the side of um, on the side of the people who've been copied, and I wonder why that is. Is it because um, uh, Twisted Pixel are an indie developer and they can't really? I think you might be right. I think it's the little guy uh, yeah. against the uh, against the big guy sort of thing. And there's also the question. I mean, people have said that um, that I, I haven't played the Capcom Mobile version mm. of Splosion Man, but or you know, what's it called, the Capcom Mobile um, one? Uh, Max Explosion. I haven't played Max Explosion. People, I have heard it said that it is an inferior thing, whereas the Great Gianna Sisters, people said, was a great game in its own right. Uh-huh. So perhaps it's that. I don't know, but it is. Uh, it's a moral maze, Anne. That's what I'm saying. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You can all get back on the edge of your seats. The PSP2 is due to be announced at a press conference in Tokyo on January the 27th. According to MCV, the handheld will be available by Christmas this year, with Sony allegedly saying it will be as powerful as PS3. Sony will be hoping the announcement will scare Nintendo ahead of the 3DS launch. Nintendo, presumably, will be hoping the PSP2 will PSP off. Interesting. Yeah. So... What do you think of the PSP2? What do I think of it? Yes. Uh, Bearing in mind, it's, it's often difficult for me to talk about um, future hardware stories. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I th- Well, and obviously because of my insight into mm-hmm. future hardware, um, I hope it's better than the last one. Really? Really? That's quite scathing. Yeah. Why is that? I don't. Because you'd hope that the sequel would be better than the prequel. Okay. Is that often the case? Uh, yeah. How many times? Uh, seven out of ten. Times. Name name one sequel that's better than uh, the original. Um. Is a 3DS a sequel? I don't think so. I oh, mean, in some ways. In some it doesn't have to be... Don't think of video games. Name name oh. one follow-up to anything oh, that's um, better than the original. Peter Andre's reality show is better than one of um, Katie and Peter. I don't think she'd like to think of that as a follow-up. I don't think he'd like to think of that. You'd have to talk about the second series oh, of... Second series of complex. what Peter did next. No, that's what Katie did next. What Katie did next. And... The next chapter. Yeah. Peter Andre, the next chapter. Because it's the next chapter. It's I a understand. sequel. That is true. You've yeah. won that argument. Yes, I have. Okay, so Peter, anything else? Uh, sequel sequels that are better than the originals. 
If you've got any suggestions, please uh, email team at onelifeleft.com and yeah. we'll read them out on air. Sequels that are better than originals. If they're related to video games, that's excellent. We are a video game radio show. We do they, our best. They don't, they don't have to if be. they're not, we've that's got totally fine. We've got 47 minutes. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Um, yeah, I hope it's better. Um, to be honest, I probably won't buy it. So And I, and I didn't have Well, you'll wait for Sony to send you on. <laughs> yeah. Is that how things work? Okay. Yeah, well, I don't really have any handhelds. Um... I mean, I, what would people really want from it? They'd want it to be uh, faster, better to... Uh, uh, they'd have a better screen, mm. easier to control. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Just like... Just like uh, better, better, easier. Maybe better to put in your pocket. So here's what I think. Yeah, go. Maybe. Um, the 3DS is uh-huh. going to cater to a certain market, which is the uh, people who are interested in the sort of 3D thing, which is amazing, and... Uh, maybe a younger market of video games like the DS has as well. And the iPhone currently caters to a certain type of, I would say, older gamers who use it as their mobile device and um, maybe more casual gamers as well because the games on there are shorter. I mean, there are longer games too, but those those are the sort of experiences that are best on that platform. Plus, it doesn't have a D-pad or buttons, which puts some people off. So I do sort of believe that there is a middle ground there mm-hmm. for people who want handheld devices, want a handheld game system. Um, and it's whether the PSP2 can find that market, and that will dictate whether it's a success or not. Good. <laughs> and finally, actor and tax evader Wesley Snipes is taking his current prison sentence very seriously. According to IGN, Snipes is helping Lapland Studios develop action puzzle game Julius Styles, The International. The game is due out on iPhone and iPad this June, long before Mr Naughty is due to be released. Wesley is clearly a genius. One Life Left will follow his lead by doing some tax crime so we can get the peace and quiet we need to make our seminal game. OLL, locked up and loving it. I've got a better way of us making that game, or yeah. making a game. I'm going to Lapland. The week after next, I could really? pop, in. pop to, in. Is that where Lapland Studios are? I think they are. Yeah. In fact, if this is the same studio that I'm thinking of, a couple of years ago at a party, I met one of them. I think it was on um, Finland's National Day, something like that. They were, they were all boisterous and shouting. Some of them had their tops off. Wait. I quite enjoyed it. Wow. So uh, they invited me to a conference they apparently have which is only four or five people in a sauna. <laughs> Steve, that's not a conference. That's a pickup line. Sounded good. Sounded good. <laughs> I was excited. So Wesley's, uh, Wesley's still working from, yeah, from jail. Yeah, uh, it's good. Maybe Lapland Studios are um, doing some sort of uh, prisoner um, education programme where right, they, okay. they keep people working during their prison time um, so that when they come out, they can reintegrate themselves into society more readily. I see. That sounds quite noble. Or perhaps they're just trying to make a bit of cash. Very good. Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. It's just me and Anne this week. Yeah. Just me and Anne. Simon couldn't make it. Uh, but we miss him. We always miss him. We miss him in certain terms. It's nice to be able to get a word in, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is. Nice get a word in. Uh, this is Moo by Jellica. Another song plucked from the great 8-bit music archive that is 8bitcollective.org. Talking of the internet, oh yeah, you can find us on the internet. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com/onelifeleft. And we, ha- well, I was going to say we've had some tweets. We sort of have, uh, but they were earlier in the week. Um, weren't particularly pertaining today. Put it on, Steve. You know what you're doing. At One Life Left from Fire777. Glad to see the podcast going up in a timely fashion this year as well. Dot, dot, dot. Ominous. From Shriko at One Life Left. So, no New Year's resolution then to put up the podcast any sooner. No. No. So, yeah, sorry about that. We uh, we are obviously, and by we I mean me, yeah. uh, infamous for putting up the podcast late, especially this season. It's been a bit of a struggle this season. And we are taking steps to address that, which I'll come to in a second. But this week's been a bit of a special occurrence. I've lost the show. <laughs> there are some weeks where that would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and last week might be one of those occasions. I don't know. Maybe we'll I've, never know. I've... Uh, I've genuinely lost last week's show which in many ways is terrible really 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 terrible season 6 episode 19 disappeared if it never goes up do we pretend it never happened is I it the lost know. show I don't what know happens with our you see titles? I'm not I'm not going to give up on it entirely because I know well I know number one residents have a backup which they I do. can get number two there's a healthy community of one life left bootleggers oh. who record the episodes trade just in case there's some secret swears that we might edit out for the iTunes feed but yeah I really like the idea of there being a lost show you keep trying to lose shows though you keep saying that's our lost show and that we'll always have that as our lost show yeah but that's a joke this is actually lost (laughs) like this is the sort of thing that when Britain is volcanoed over like Pompeii they'll find they'll find that little memory card and this will be the bit of civilization they choose. <laughs> Sorry, the <laughs> maybe world. not, maybe sorry, the not. But um, yeah, I, I have to dig that out. I'm really, really, really sorry. Is there anything else we should apologise for while we have this uh, up? Because oh, we might as well get it all Sam out of the done way. Recently. Well, he's not here this week. Which yeah. It seems wrong to be apologising for him or on his I behalf. I've been quite good this week. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, I think generally. So we will do our best to get up uh, next week's show, last week's show, and this week's show. And next week's show. And every show in future. Uh, all in time. In the meantime, uh, let's have Derek. Derek emailed his Derek emailed his uh, his feature this week, yeah. especially early. I think he was making well done, a point. Derek. Well done, Derek. Next time you're thinking of spending £40 on the latest Mario regurgitation or desiring a 3DS, remember that Nintendo hate you. They love your money, yes, they'll do whatever they can to take that from you. Like, say, release a few pal SNES ROMs on the disc and charge you £25 for it. But it's us European gamers that they truly despise, of course. They always seem to do their utmost to disappoint us as much as they possibly can, and withhold things that we might want. So obviously it's no surprise that the 3DS is region-locked. If there's one thing that Sony got right with the PS3, it's that the games work in any machine, in any territory. They might have got everything else wrong since, but that part they got right. It's such an absurd backwards step. After all these years of Nintendo's handhelds being region-free, they suddenly feel the need to restrict things. Of course, it's even more temptation to the hackers, as Sony full well know, after the PS3 security was blown out wide open since they removed Linux functionality. This is only going to encourage piracy, Nintendo, you idiots. 
I'm Derek Williams and my free market economy will always be worldwide. One life left. One life left. One life. One life left. One life left. We're a video game radio show and we talk about video games. And before this piece of music, which is the new formation by Disaster Piece, uh, before this piece of music, yeah. you heard Derek Williams. Now, Derek, Derek works on a market stall in Doncaster, his own market stall. Yeah. Sells video games there. He's been a contributor to One Life Left for... Ever. Forever. That's right. Forever. Uh, and he uh, he is obviously furious about region locking. Yeah. Which is a bit strange in a way, because you would have thought that he would like to protect his own market to only sell, um, only sell games, not have people import games, only yeah. buy games from him. Does that make sense? I'm not sure that argument makes sense. It might. Sorry, Derek, sense. if that doesn't make sense. I'm really sorry. But he was furious. Yeah, why do they read him lock? Well, if you'd listened to Derek's thing, you would have had some I ideas. I did listen to it. Hacking, etc. They like to... <laughs> yeah, hacking, etc. They like to protect markets. They like to have complete control over release dates and things like that. Uh, the grey import thing stops them doing that. Uh, Derek's furious about it because Derek is a gamer and he likes to get his games from all over the world. He's obviously been reading some very angry... Hardcore gamers, he says. Derek said in that piece that he believes that that's why, why the PS3 and recently PSP Go have ended up being hacked. Do you think that's the case? Yes. Do you think that's the case? Do you? No, think... I think people are bored and then they just start hacking things. Yeah, I'm. I'm tempted to agree with you. That agree with the second version of you. There, I think these things are always going to be hacked because ultimately people like piracy. They like getting things for free, yeah. and people are always going after them and. Whether or not the timing of this, uh, you know, people have said that, oh, the reason the PS3 has recently been hacked has been because uh, because the, um, because the Sony have removed Linux and they've restricted all of these things and, you know, finally the hackers have lost I, I, I lost patience. I think, I think that's more sort of coincidence. Um, but anyway, that's Derek. He's, he's angry. 
He's angry. What can you do? You can't tie him down. You can't you tell him what to think. Don't tie him down. Don't tie him down. Uh, he will be back next week. In the meantime, uh, we have a letter section, a sort of abbreviated letter section. See, as we discovered, yeah, to our um, to our what what to our cost, to our cost, yeah. very good, uh, to our cost. Uh, there is a cost of not putting up the podcast. Yeah, there, is. there is a cost. People don't know we exist. People don't write to you because they assume. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> They've moved on. Oh, well. They're listening to the Eurogamer podcast now. No, come back. No, it's too late. You can't appeal for them on your show. Oh, yeah, to, that's they've right. left. They've gone. So we only got one letter, and that was after me putting out an appeal on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter you can find at www.twitter.com slash one life left. Um, so I put out an appeal for people to email us, and trusty old Ben Hall oh, sent in a letter. Yeah. And it's a goodie. Yeah. You'd it expect is. it from Ben Hall. Here we go. Dear team, plus possible super special guest. No. Don't have a special guest, don't, don't need even, one. Don't even really have team. Normally, we have the special guest to balance Simon. Yeah. Because we need that sort of thing. This week, nothing. No need. In last week's episode, which I'm sure has been podcast by now. No. No. <laughs> You were thinking of ideas to become honoured by the Queen. We were. Yeah. We were. And we always are. So Ben's following up on our quest to be OBEs. This won't make sense if you haven't heard last week's show. Uh, this will not make sense to so many people. But Steve, let's assume... Recap. No, it will. Because everyone who's listening live will have listened live last week. You're everyone who's listening to this on the podcast will, assuming we can find a backup copy, have heard the previous episode. Oh, It'll be fine. Assumptions. It will be fine. All right, recap. Yeah. Go on. Uh, so, Miles Jacobson won uh, an OBE at, at New Year, and he's the one that makes um, Football Manager. Uh, and so now we want one. That's it. That's literally it. That's it. So, Ben's written in with some suggestions. Now, I think you already might have a head start on this, as I remember the Queen ringing your answer phone on your 100th episode. That's yes, true. That is true. Um, but I've still got some ideas on how you can achieve an award. Idea number one. Okay. Become a lollipop lady man. I think he means lady, lady or man rather than Ooh, a lollipop, lollipop lady, man. lady man. This one will be hard due to councils getting rid of all of those jobs. Plus, at least two of you are likely to fail your CRB check. Well, I got mine. <laughs> Still. Uh, idea number two. Do lots for charity. Steve's doing quite well in this area thanks to Chime. Rubbish. He's doing that for himself. So Anne and Simon need to think of charitable endeavours they can do. Perhaps Anne and Simon could become foster parents for Milo. Oh. After Peter Molyneux decided to get rid of him for, <laughs> for giving him too much lip. That's a good idea. Alternatively, I'm going to make video game cupcakes for the poor. Two good ideas. Simon, he can try and adopt Milo. Yeah. Let's tell him that. Okay. Idea number three, become really rich and fail as a banker, bringing the country into economic meltdown, but give enough money to the Tory party to get a knighthood for services to industry. Obviously, this doesn't actually happen. If any lawyers are listening, well done, Ben. Bit bit of politics, there we go. Uh, Idea number four, make a game that is literally a fancy version of a spreadsheet. Release an update for it every year that makes tiny changes to it and make a lot of money from it. However, someone might have already beaten you to this one. The changes are good. Ben. The changes are good. The changes are and good. Spreadsheet's fancy. One of the most popular games in the country. Ever. You bought Maybe. it, didn't you? Yeah, but not for myself, obviously. Not, obviously, you bought it for someone special <laughs> so this someone Christmas. Someone special this Christmas, who I then lost this To Christmas. the game. Yeah, to the game, not, <laughs> not anything bad. Just to that. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you very much for your letter, Ben, and your suggestions. We will pick up the One Life Left OBE story next week if you want to email One Life Left how can people do that you can do that by emailing team at onelifeleft.com or you can go to www.onelifeleft.com and there's a bit in there which says like send us a message or something that'll do that'll do
This is uh, Darius Carlin and a tune called Forsystus. It's amazing. Maybe Forsystus. Ooh, it's got an email. See, that's very unprofessional. It's okay. It's from uh, it's from Christine Scantlebury. Oh my! <laughs> Says, uh, except dear two thirds of the One Life Left team. I was out last week and missed last week's show, yeah. so I haven't heard the show or the podcast. I know it serves me right for going out. I'm sorry. I'll try and do better That's in future. That's right, Mum. Stay indoors. Love from Anne's mum. Um, I'll put my phone on silent. Very unprofessional. Although I'm glad that happened. We've also had a tweet, by the way. This is happening live. People. All of this, this is, is live. live. If you want to get involved, you can. You can tweet us at One Life Left. You can email us. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. Or you can go in the One Life Left chat room, which is at tinyurl.com oh, slash chat. That's right. Um, but we've had a tweet from Maracas. Maracas? Maracas. Reckon he means that. I don't know. Maracas. Um, at One Life Left. Remember, Blue Monday came in a sleeve resembling a floppy disk, and video games used to come on floppy disks. There is a link. Oh, thank you. That is true. Although I'm wondering whether there's a link between Kylie and video games. What a, um, a less tenuous link between Kylie and video games. Slightly, slightly less tenuous. There, there, she did do a video game for the release of a, a tiny flash game for the release of yeah. Aphrodite, I think. Is that a Kylie album? Wasn't she like in a game or something as like a fairy? Or Call something? of Duty. Call of Booty. Call of <laughs> Kylie of Booty. Kylie of Booty. She was in Kylie of Booty. Oh. Um, we had something we want to talk about now Politics Oh yeah. Because Ben reminded us, didn't he? Politics With all his politics in there His jibes at the Tory party You can't get away from politics Can't these days, it's everywhere It's literally it's everywhere. everywhere How's getting Vasey going? Um, oh, I've e- he was like, yeah And then his people were like, meh And then they just haven't replied to me Ed Vasey, of course Our Minister for Video Games Sort of Culture and Let's media say, Minister of Video Games and someone who said he'd come on One Life Left. Yeah. It just hasn't happened yet. If you're the Minister for Video Games and Sport, does that make, basically mean you're in charge of FIFA? Yeah. And Miles. Is he in charge of sport? I don't know. I don't know. Video games. Anyway, something important happened in the world of politics this week, didn't it? It did. Very Highly important. Highly important. They had Games Day. Games Day? Where they got to dress down and came in and they played Pass the Parcel. What did David Cameron dress as? Uh, Pac-Man. Yeah, oh, no. no. Uh, Milo. Did he? <laughs> Ned Vasey, dressed as um, Lara. Great yeah. British, yes, export. You've got to show your loyalty yeah, to yeah. IDOS. Uh, so, Games Day. What happens on Games Day? Uh, on Games Day, uh, people from the games industry, for example, journalists, developers, etc. Et <laughs> and the other ones. Yeah, they, uh, they go into um, a parliamentary building um, and then into, and then from the building they go into a separate room um, and they sit around and there's loads of video games around and then they talk <laughs> They go into a room in a building <laughs> You might uh, have been filling a bit there um, And then uh, MPs are supposed to come and experience video games and talk to them and really get to know oh, Okay they get to know about the thing that they uh, have to pass um, legislation on they have to um, I see. So it's a it, it's a PR exercise for the video game industry, right? Well, mm, in a way, but it's probably a good thing. Like if they don't actually PR doesn't mean bad just because of your experiences oh. with Simon. Oh, that's right. PR can be good. <laughs> yes. Um, in which case, yes. Yeah. So it's it's showing a different side of video games to people who I guess the games industry would worry only ever hear about video games when it's a news story, uh, and most often when it's a news story, it means someone's gone and killed someone, and it's to do with Call of Duty, Coblops, again. I mean, it's not to do with Coblops, obviously, but that's what people say. It's never to do with never SingStar, Never to do with SingStar. So uh, what were they showing? Do you know what they were showing to the MPs? Um, I only know this. Obviously, we weren't invited. Obviously. I mean, why would you invite we're too Britain's political. only video game radio show? Because we would have stuck it to the man. Why, would you, why wouldn't you ex- invite potential OBE nominees... Because they're scared of us, Steve. They're scared. They're running scared. Yeah. I, I mean, wait, do they decide on the... Do they help the Queen decide? Oh, they might do, actually, because she has to have her special helpers. In which case, good. we're sorry you're running scared. Um, I know it's because we're too real. <laughs> well, I, I know. But 
we'll do our best to make you comfortable with us. Yeah. We're comfortable with you. And we do a lot of work for charity. I do a lot of work for charity. <laughs> I make cupcakes. Cupcakes. My own. You've had your CLB checks. So yeah. <laughs> it's fine. So, uh, th- so you know what games we're showing off? Uh, they, uh, well, only f- through reading some um, excellent online pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, one which you um, linked to on your Twitter today. Um, they on were, Rock, Paper, Shotgun. Yeah. Quinn's uh, piece. Yes, yes. It was very good. Very funny, I thought. Mm. Um, so they were showing Connect and Move. What were they showing on Move? Was it? They uh, showed Heavy Rain, heavy didn't rain they? Heavy Rain on Move, yeah. Mm. Um, and and he was playing Portal. He was playing Portal. And that's all that I know. I thought what was quite interesting is, I mean, they said um, they said that there were sixteen MPs. Yeah, popped in throughout the day. They did also say that there were two very important votes going on at the same time. It's so they didn't really scheduling, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, didn't really have their full attention. So maybe which is pretty poor. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know whose fault that is. Whether it's anyone's fault, whether it's unavoidable, but it is uh, unfortunate. Uh, and there were sixteen MPs, which is a very very small number, but you know, it's still some. Yeah, better which than none. Is good. Um, I tell you what struck me was the. The thing that I think Quinn's alluded to, which is when you're playing a game in front of someone who doesn't really play games, suddenly you're aware of just how cumbersome that game can be. And all of the things that you take for granted as someone who's really, really into video games, you know, how to control portal and look around and what portals are and all of these things that you take a very, very small amount of time to learn just look completely alien when they're placed in a, a different context. And in th- when you're looking through the eyes of someone who's never seen these things before. Yeah. How do you think the MPs felt being in that room? Well, I imagine it probably happens to them a lot, doesn't it? I mean, it was Games Day last week, but they probably had Cheese Day. Today, maybe Tuesday, and they come around and farmers are with all kinds of cheese, and they're going sixteen MPs in for cheese. Do you think? What what else? They probably have everything, don't they? They probably have Cars Day, Cars Cheese, Bikes Day. Maybe the bike show's been up there for (gasps) Bike Day. I bet they do. Yeah. <sighs> the bike show. We do like the bike show. Yeah, he said, it. coming up next, yeah. one life left. Coming up last. Was the bike show. If you tuned in an hour ago. Coming up next week. Coming up in, <laughs> in six days and 23 hours, you can listen to the bike show. Resonance FM's second best show, which is uh, excellent. I think it's time for Week Wikiwawa. Yeah, put that on. I'll do that now. So I'm becoming a little jaded with Wikipedia, with my activity being reduced to scanning my watch list and reverting any changes I don't agree with, even though my watch list has accumulated a lot of topics I have no interest in, but which I now can't let go of because, damn it, if I don't watch them, someone will swoop in and ruin them. So it's time to go back to that early pioneering spirit and actually make an article. Destruction and creation, yin and yang and all that. This might sound counterintuitive, but I want to pick a topic I have no experience with but this means I have to rely on the sources and minimise my own biases. I'll see what's on the Video Games Wiki Project article requests list. Bone Town, action-adventure adult video game. Stars Ron Jeremy. No, I don't think so. Weststone Bit Entertainment, Japanese developer responsible for Wonder Boy series of games. Hey, that's great. I love Super Wonder Boy and Monster Land. Ah, but all the sources are going to be in Japanese, aren't they? And from the early 90s, too. It's going to be really hard to track down and then translate. I know I'm supposed to avoid cultural bias, but I think I want to tackle something a bit easier right now. Wonderland Online, an MMORPG. No, sorry, I'm not touching MMORPGs. The article will just degenerate into a list of player classes and monsters and maps and... Uh, no, come on, you've got to pick one. You can't spend all day looking through this list. Just, just pick Wonderland Online and go with that. Oh, but it's going to mean looking through all those really terrible RPG review sites. Oh, okay, I've twisted my own arm. So, on next week's Week of Wikiwawa, I'll take you through the process of grinding through websites and harvesting resources so that we can craft an article. Hmm, hang on. I'm Duncan Timoney and I've just levelled up. Duncan Timoney, that's Week of Wikiwawa, our weekly look into the world of Wikipedia video games. We've just had a tweet. Whoa. A washtel. Okay. A washtel. Uh, it says, at one life left, I forgot this would be on. <laughs> so, it's never that flattering. Thanks. Thanks, I guess. You thought of us a bit. Uh, I forgot this would be on, and you're airing when I'm cooking my dinner. Oh, good. Sorry about that, no, I guess. Good. good. Well, good that a washtel is eating. Yeah. Good. And now I see the need for a kitchen iPad, he says. Yeah. Good point. Today I'd like... 
reviews. Reviews. Only two reviews this week. Yeah. Simon isn't here. We could make something up. Wait, What's wait. that game he was always playing for uh, a while? The one with the sword. Bro- no. <laughs> How much we listen? <laughs> the one with the sword that is broken. <laughs> Not that one. No, the the one with the snake in the box. Snake in the box. You know, the one that he was going to do the joke about. Snake in the box. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So Simon is playing Metal Gear Solid at the moment. You give it 7 out of 10. Anne, what have you been playing uh, this week? I've been playing um, Angry Birds on PS3. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Why have you done that? Because uh, I was trying to get something else, but it wasn't. I couldn't get it, so I got... Why couldn't you get it? Well, because I was trying to get something, um, an iPhone game on an iPad, iPad, iPod Touch, right. and it said that it it would only go on okay, iPhone. Okay, okay. And so I couldn't get so it. So it wasn't that you were having trouble with the PS3 store? No, no, and, no. Okay. I just went on that and I went, oh, colours. Okay, so you've been playing Angry Birds on the PS3. Yeah. Conversion of a ludicrously popular iPhone game that Simon hates. He really He gave it 7 out of 10 he's on not here. Let's see what thing. I give it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the same. It's the same? Yeah, it's basically the same. So how do you control it? Uh, you use the joysticks. Joysticks. The thumbsticks thumb on the joypad. On the joypad. Um, and uh, which actually is, uh, you've got slightly more control on how far back you pull the bird in okay. the slingshot. Right. Um, and then you hit X to release instead of before. Uh, you would use your finger to launch it uh, on the iPad. No, iPad. you wouldn't. You just pulled back and no. let go. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I... I think... Yeah, no, I'm no, you sure. are right. You yeah. are right. Thank yeah. you. Thank so, um, no. So this correction. Have, correction. You don't don't launch it. <laughs> um, no, you'd uh, yeah, you do that. And uh, so this, you have to press X to to let it go. Okay. Um, but you've got a little bit more control over that, so that's good. And then when you get uh, onto the new birds, like the one uh, which explodes into three everyone listening birds, to this will have played Angry Birds. You instead of touching it, you, you press, press X. X. Yeah. So, so that's there we what's go. Different. Nothing added to the PS3 version at all. Uh, no, I don't think. Not that you could see. No, not that I could see. I think functionally uh, identical. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of times when the screen stalled a bit, which was kind of annoying. Just when one of the pigs is like wobbling around, yeah. kind of annoying. But then it went back and it was fine. Mm. You think it's a bug or a feature? I think it's a feature. Okay. An annoying feature. But I think <laughs> it's a feature. Okay. Um, yeah. So essentially, the same. The same play it differently mm. and you get to do it on a bigger screen okay so out of 10 excellent i have been playing planescape torment oh yeah What's sounds that? like a video game doesn't it so uh planescape torment is a classic video game it's one of those games that rpg fans cite as one of the best games ever and that about seven or eight years ago kieran gillen pressed the cd or the four cds or whatever it's on into my hands yeah he said you have to play this no, have, have to play this and I tried and I found it a bit boring don't tell them that no I didn't I didn't I just kept his CD which occasionally he'd, he'd try and find and I'd have it um, so I, I, I felt a bit guilty of this a few years ago I tried to get into it again again really long winded and boring yeah. like great dialogue but there's loads of it didn't get more than an hour into it again however recently if you've been listening to One Life Left not last week's episode probably haven't been listening to that uh, but if you've been listening to One Life Left you'll know that I've been into RPG classic NetHack I've been oh, playing yes, a lot have. of NetHack um, you it more than once I know uh, and I would review it again this week I'd still be playing it 7 out of 10 but uh, I thought I should try and get a little bit more sophisticated and play Planescape Torment and maybe now all my NetHack grounding would give me a reason to love this game still find it boring no. I know and I shouldn't, and I can see that it's brilliantly written, beautiful, but I just can't. There's so much dialogue, and I just can't get past it. What I want is for someone, one of our listeners, to write in and tell me how to love that game, because I want to love it so much. And everything I hear about it, I think I'm going to enjoy it, and then when I sit down and play it, it's just not my thing. Is there a way of getting over that? If you know, please email in. Team at onelifeleft.com. And I will get over it. That's it for reviews, I think. That's it for did, reviews. Wait, did you week. score it? Well, it seems a bit wrong to score it after only playing it for a total no, maybe of three hours. Because you've still played it, Steve. Okay, well, in that case, I give it. 
All right, well, I'll give it a... I'll give it 7 out of 10, because I don't know whether it's... But that could change. It could change, based on you, listeners. Based on you. Not me. We do have another review. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Of course you are. Tanya? Hello, Simon and people of the world. People of the world? People of the world. Who? uh, Where do you think the listener is uh, furthest afield from us currently? Jamaica. Uh, No, she went of her own accord. America. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you going to be reviewing this week? Uh, I'm going to be reviewing Nintendogs. If you always hear this, um, I did do it before, but I just love it. (laughs) Right, so last week you reviewed SingStar, and that came out a while ago, and this week you've chosen, as your current game, Nintendogs. Oh, yes. Why is that? Because um, the game is just... Brilliant. What's so good about it? Well, um, if you don't have a dog, obviously... You I do can. have a dog, though, don't you? You've got a really small, annoying little yappy thing called Chloe. My dad calls it a rat. Right. <laughs> um, so you, you own an actual dog, so why play Nintendogs? Because, like, because um, Nintendogs lets you sort of know how they feel if they're hungry and stuff, so it gives you a better idea of how to, like... You know, help your dog and care for your dog because it tells you. So then you can do it with a real dog. But and also, people who don't have a dog can also do that as company. Before I had Chloe, I had my Nintendo. So what benefits has Chloe seen through through your use of Nintendogs? Um, I've realised that she likes chicken. <laughs> Chloe or a virtual dog. Your dog. Okay, so we're talking about Chloe now. So, so oh, what? Okay. Do you? So, so what? What have you done in real in in the game that you've then done with Chloe in real life? Well, I get loads of toys and I play with Chloe and um, I usually calm her down and stroke her. And have you tried to apply anything that you do in real life to Nintendogs? Like, for example, do you lock your dogs in the kitchen all day whilst your mum's at work and you're at school? You make me sound so horrible. You. Do you do that in the game? No. Uh, what? I can't. No, but you've tried. No, you're horrible. What's the worst thing about Nintendo Dogs? I don't think there is anything. Score you gonna give it? Oh, there is one thing. That's I, not a score. I want to say. <laughs> um, basically, Nintendo Dogs. I would rather it look like a real dog instead of a drawing of a dog. But yeah, okay. And the score. I would give it 10 out of 10, but I have to give it 7. Bye. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a flirt. Soon as I see her walk up in the club, I'm a flirt. Winking eyes at me when I roll up on them dubs, I'm a flirt. Sometimes when I'm with my chick on the low, I'm, I'm a flirt. And when she's with a man looking at me damn right, I'm a flirt. So homie, don't bring your girl to meet me, cause I'm a flirt. And baby, don't bring your girlfriend to eat, cause I'm a flirt. This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. It's nearly over, Anne. Oh, no! What are you giggling for? Nothing. I love R. Kelly. I love R. Kelly, too. Uh, this is the Copy remix. Copy is amazing. Oh, copy, do more R. 
Kelly. Copies Dunmore R. Kelly. Copies new album. If you buy it as a physical thing, comes with a bonus mix CD with I think six or four R. Kelly songs on oh, something like wow. that. Like uh, there's Ignition. Copy oh, remix. No, shut up. That's Maybe amazing. next. It is amazing. It is amazing. This is flirt. You know when we should play um, Ignition, the copy remix. Tell me. On our fifth birthday. We should. Our fifth birthday is coming up. This is so exciting. This is so exciting. Especially since I missed the Christmas party because I was ill. Uh, the only sort of positive thing that I could draw from that was, well, we are going to have a new party, another party soon, because we are five years old. When are we five years old? On the 3rd of April. Can you believe it? Five years. Five yeah. years. This is episode 140. Yeah. 140 episodes plus the lost episodes. Yeah. Uh, in, in five years that's pretty good going it's one every two going. weeks or so I, I didn't think we'd make it past uh, six <laughs> weeks to be honest past six, six weeks what do you um, so so what do you think we'll do for our fifth birthday well we're obviously going to have a party some uh, kind of party didn't resonance moot a potential uh, lengthy show it was suggested we can't talk about that yet because we haven't run it past you know everyone at resonance i have to email them enter negotiations but perhaps you know something special on resonance fm we could do that um maybe a collaboration with the bike show games on bikes bikes on games something like that could do something with the calling all pensioners yeah maybe something maybe some of the other shows could have a clear spot to ourselves do we could do a play a radio play about, about our life in video games. About the that, last five years. Maybe that would help position us for the OBE. Oh, yes. That would this be good. That would be out. good. So we are going to do something for our fifth uh, anniversary. Please keep the month of... April. Free. <laughs> Just all of it. Just be safe. Um, there's that massive load of um, bank holidays around then, isn't there? That's true, isn't it? The royal wedding. Yeah. Probably shouldn't go head-to-head with that. What, do you think all of our listeners are going to be invited to the Royal I hope wedding? so. I hope they're going to be in their street, street parties, waving Union Jacks. I will be in a park getting drunk. Brilliant. By the Diana Memorial. Good work. So, uh, yes, keep April free. We will have more details maybe next week. We'll go on about it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go on about we'll it. About Sorry about we that. And then we'll do something. Uh, and that's basically the end of the show. Oh, no. Almost the end of the show. Normally play out with the outro music this week. Play out with R. Kelly. Yeah, which is why fine because Well, Simon isn't here. Oh, we've had a few last-minute tweets. Katie Fraser says, Silent Hill 2 was considered vastly superior to the original Silent Hill game. We went to see Silent Hill the movie, too, yes. didn't we? It was, it was bad. It was pretty bad. Silent Hill 2 was better than the original, though. So, well done, Katie. You Thank win you. the prize that we don't have. Maybe we'll invent a prize for this next week. And uh, A. Washtel has got back to us, yes. says, sorry, he's listening now. Oh. Feel bad now. Don't listen to us. Go and eat. We'll probably podcast this. Probably Hopefully, podcast probably. this. Maybe. Anyway, we have, to, we have to get going now. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank uh, you. I have been Steve Curran. I've been Alex Gansbury. Sorry. We'll be back next week. Sorry for the lack of Simon Byron. He'll be back next week. We'll see you next week too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>